Welcome to What's the Move HMATIC. It's your girl HMAC, and today is Tuesday, April 16th, 2019. Y'all, I am so sorry. I am late, like real late, but I'm finally here to give you the first official episode of What's the Move HMATIC. So sit back, stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy. <laughs> So I messed around and didn't get the opportunity to record during the week of April 8th, like I promised y'all, but I'm still close enough, right? Like it's only three days technically past the week of April 8th, but I just want y'all to know that I am committed to making this happen for y'all. So with that being said, I am going to get a few filler episodes prepared so that I can just pop them in when life happens because we all know that life will happen. So last week, I had a few days where I got off work later than I anticipated and I got home. I didn't want to do anything. So I didn't do anything. Then a few friends invited me out to different outings and I thought I really deserve this. So I'm going to do this. So I went out, had a great time and that still prevented me from recording. And then there are those other times where I wasn't doing anything and just decided to continue just chilling. I even sat down yesterday, Monday, to record and I got pretty much all the way through and realized I was saying the wrong date. I was just talking, words weren't coming to me and I decided that I should just go to bed and try again. So I'm here. Hopefully I can get this done pretty swiftly so that I can go to bed and prepare myself for the next day. But here I am. So let's talk about the podcast a little bit. This thing is actually happening. It's kind of real. And I'm on seven different podcast streaming platforms. And I got about 16 streams. Your girl is popular out here. I really don't even know what to do. Get my autograph while you can. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But uh, thanks to everyone who took time out of your week to listen to my six minute trailer and just laugh with me and listen and provide feedback. I really do appreciate all of you all. So with that being said, I hope that you know that the best is yet to come. That was just a preview. There's a lot that I want to discuss on here, and I'm hoping that you're willing to engage in the conversation as well. Now, let me be honest about these views or not views, because this is a podcast, so you really can't view it. But three to five of those streams were probably me. Because I had to listen to it on a few different platforms to make sure the quality transferred properly. And then I think it was still so surreal that they got on all these platforms so fast. So the ones that I had, I went ahead and listened to them. So definitely subtract three to five when we talk about those 16 views. And the crazy part is that I have not even shared this podcast on any of my social media accounts. And I probably won't at least for a few more weeks, I think. I am, however, surprised that I shared the trailer with five-ish people that I know, and most of them had really good things to say. Actually, I'm not going to say most. I'm going to say all of them had really good things to say and gave me some feedback. So one of them even put the podcast up on their page, and I'm all for people sharing on my behalf, but I just haven't brought myself to the point where I feel like I can promote myself. So we'll see. I'm taking it one day at a time. It's slick overwhelming to think about sharing it with people who know me in real life, but I'll get there. So I might even pop up next week with a whole marketing plan. Let's see. Maybe. 
Shout out to the random people who magically found me last week, whether it be through a search or you saw it on your friend's page. I don't know how you found me, but welcome. I am excited to have you in my world. I also want to give a shout out to everyone who is listening from the future. So like I said, today is April 16th. If you're listening from the future, leave me a comment or an email and let me know if I'm famous yet. Okay, I honestly don't want to be famous, but I wouldn't mind being on the wealthy side. It's no secret that my lifestyle could use a little extra funds here and there. But yeah, you could leave me something in the comments that's like, hey girl, I'm listening from the year 2026, which side note, we all know that that's not that far off, but it ain't today. So back to the comment. I just love you, girl. You're so cool. You're so popping. I honestly don't know what I would do without this podcast. I'm just so inspired. And thank you so much for just being you. You've put out a hundred something episodes, over a hundred something episodes, and I'm just backtracking and listening to where it all began. And that's sweet. So if I'm famous and you're writing me a comment, just let me know what it's like. What am I like? Because that is not today so I have no clue but let's jump into the cup into the actual podcast for today I'm going to start this podcast off with a brief introduction then get into my why during the why portion I'll list out a few topics I plan to explore and then I just want you to understand that I am complex so consider this the cliff notes version all right y'all ready okay (laughs) I am Heather HMAC, HMATIC, Heather May, and a few other names. Now, Heather May has been a name that has stuck with me at least since high school, probably even middle school. And no, May is not my middle name, but somehow it just developed over time. And it's kind of a fake middle name at this point. Now, the other two nicknames in particular are a combination of my first and last name. I can't remember who the first person was that called me HMAC, but shout out to my homie Marlon from high school algebra for creating the name HMATIC. 10 years later, we are still using that name and it's literally 10 years later. My high school reunion is in the fall and I'm super excited about it. It's going to be a blast. So these days, HMATIC is more of an online presence while HMAC is used in person by so many of my friends, family, I think even a student or two has called me HMAC before, but it's widely used these days. I like to think of HMATIC as both a noun and a verb. Wait, did I really say verb? I meant to say that it's like a noun and an adjective. I apologize. Y'all know what I meant. So HMATIC is me, but what does it mean to have an HMATIC nature? I would say that it's a combination of being empathetic, vibrant, and charismatic. If you know me in real life, or even if you don't, but you observe me in either a digital setting or in person, I would love to hear your thoughts on what it means to have an HMATIC nature. Email those my way or tweet me using the hashtag WTMHMACTIC. I'm just curious. And speaking of hashtags, you can also use the hashtag to talk about anything related to the podcast, whether it be questions, comments, or concerns. Now, back to the story of me. I'm a Southern girl living up north, pretty close to the Canadian border. I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee, or should I say Memphis, Memphis? If you know, you know. I had briefly played the violin. I took tap dancing and jazz for 10 years, and in the fifth grade, I went to the clinic for my middle school's palm team, but quickly 
And when I say quickly, quickly decided that that was not the move or the route for me. I really wanted to do palm, y'all. I got in that clinic and they were twirling. And I thought to myself, uh-uh, this is a whole different situation from what I've encountered in dance rehearsal. And I'm not going to be able. And I wasn't able. And I was definitely not about to embarrass myself in that tryout before I even made it to middle school. Because, you know, they have the clinics like right before you go to school. So it was the end of fifth grade. And I said, this is not the way that I am setting myself up for sixth grade. So I decided to do some other stuff, but it was still fun. Middle school was cool. Now, during my high school years, I played on the volleyball team and was a member of one of the school choirs each of the four years. And I participated, of course, in student organizations. Now, I continued to be involved in numerous extracurricular activities throughout my college years as well. After graduating from high school, I continued my educational career at the University of Memphis, where I received a Bachelor's of Professional Studies with a concentration in organizational leadership. So many transformational experiences took place at the University of Memphis. Like I have a lot to tell y'all in future episodes. Now to start, the summer of 2012 changed the way I operate in this world forever. And so the story sounds going to be real fun. But like I said, this is the Cliff Notes version. So I'm going to have to catch y'all up on all of that a little later. Now, I was an education major up until my junior year of undergrad. I did observations and everything. But then I soon decided that I couldn't really see myself teaching in the traditional sense. But I still managed to do some leadership development for middle school students directly following college graduation. Now, I remember when I went to my observations and just noticing the differences between the sixth graders and the eighth graders. And the eighth graders were just preparing to transition out of the middle school halls. And it was just very different. And so some of the sixth graders were literally crawling on the floor during the lessons while when I stepped into the eighth grade classroom, there was an eighth grader who thought I was a new student and he tried to shoot his shot. I had to quickly let him know that I was grown AF. Now, I still love working with the grades four through eight and emerging adults. And that's what actually led me to obtain my MED from the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Woo pig silly. Now I'm on this journey as a higher education professional. I absolutely love the work that I do. As much as I provide guidance for my students, they constantly help me become a better me because we know adulthood is something else, something else. So what does Heather like to do outside of work? Your girl loves a good trip, whether it be a solo trip or with a large group. And I am a huge advocate for people using their vacation days like please 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 use your vacation days y'all like even if you sometimes just need to take a mental break or you want to explore your own city and you're not going out of town use up some of those vacation days that you have because you're going to regret it one day potentially or I mean I guess you could use them at the end of retirement but I ain't trying to do all that I'm trying to live now and not wait (laughs) until I'm retired to use up those days and who's to say that I'll be at the same location until retirement but use your vacation days because I use mine I'm also that person who gets to the end and I'm like okay great I have three hours left I'm gonna take a half a day here (laughs) then I'm gonna take 30 minutes here like I really be trying to do math to make sure that I use my hours appropriately but I have a lot of fun and I go on a lot of trips so to these solo trips 
The best part about traveling solo is that you can create your itinerary without consulting anyone. You can change it as needed. And if you get tired, you can simply stop. You don't have to worry about anyone leaving you out or you leaving anyone out. And it's just enjoyable. Like you just get to move as you please, do what you want and still meet people along the way. I've met a lot of cool people on my solo trips, especially when I go to Toronto. I've met so many cool people there who are either locals or other people that are solo travelers. And we've met at bars or met at hostels. And it's just a really cool um, situation. And it really makes you step outside of your comfort zone. Now, don't get me wrong. Your girl still loves a great group trip. I actually have one coming up next month. One of my homies is having his 30th birthday celebration in the DR, and I absolutely cannot wait. I also have some group group trips planned to New Orleans. I'll be in New Orleans probably twice this year. Then, of course, Toronto. I go there all the time. Carabana's coming up. I'm going to Virginia Beach with family and some other locations, but I love to travel. I'm slick trying to slow down a little bit just so I can get my accounts up. But, you know, I just have to travel. I just have to do something, even if it's going somewhere that's just like right up the street, like Buffalo or something. I just have to get a new scenery every now and then in order to just be happy and vibrant. Now, I definitely also have some credit card debt that I'm trying to take care of right now. So that's a little bit of the why behind me trying to slow down my travels a little bit, but don't get me wrong. I'm still going to budget accordingly so I can still make some things happen. So speaking of Toronto, I go to Toronto a lot and often it's to attend concerts. It's the best. I, I love Toronto. I would consider moving there for sure. And that brings me to another thing that I really enjoy is just going to concerts. And so with where I'm located in New York, a lot of the shows either go to New York City or they go to Toronto. And so I'm actually closer to Toronto. It's like a two and a half drive on a good day. You can also get a pretty cheap bus ticket to go there, um, like $15. (laughs) And so I take that trip a lot and I go see a lot of different shows and the best part is that they get a lot of people that you just don't see everywhere so they get the up-and-coming people but then they also have the high-profile folks so I've seen a lot of folks and I could do a whole like blog almost on just evaluating different venues and saying what I liked and didn't like but yeah I go to Toronto a lot and I go to a lot of concerts and That also means that I just listen to a lot of music also in general. I actually got a new playlist that I created last week. It's going to be updated every single Tuesday. So make sure you check that out. You can find me on Apple Music under the username HMatic, which is the same thing I use pretty much on all of my social media platforms. But I also have a few other um, playlists that are listed there as well. And my Spotify friends, don't think that I forgot you. I also have a free Spotify account. Now, I don't know how to tell you how to find me, but if you do, I got some playlists on there too that I use in the office, but I really mostly use Apple Music. But check that out. And there's a list of songs also available in the information section of both of those playlists on the different platforms. 
So yeah, I like a lot of music and the older I get, the more I'm really into listening to words and finding meaning in the songs and also listening to interviews to see what the artist meant by the songs. Just a lot of fun stuff. I I listen to a lot of music. So what else? I like musicals and plays. That's part of the reason why I picked the neighborhood that I live in. I can literally walk not even five minutes. It's probably a two minute walk to one of the big playhouses that's in the city. And so I go to musicals there. There's another playhouse that's right up the street. Then there's museums that are right across the street and down the street. And so it's a really artsy vibe. And I'm really into all of that type of stuff. So I do that a lot in my free time as well. Something else that is really big in the area that I live in are these like artsy type food places. And so I love a good happy hour and I love a good food tasting. So one of my favorite places that I like to go for happy hour, actually I'm going to name two of them. So two of the ones that I really, really love, Gatehouse Grill, amazing, an amazing place. They have the best chicken nachos. Like I absolutely love them on my birthday uh, two months ago. I didn't want anything on my birthday but some chicken nachos and one of those blood orange alcoholic beverages that they have. And I made sure that I got those before the night was over and it was bomb. The second place is Grappa and Grappa sees me pretty often because it's pretty close to where I work and they just got good food, good deals and also good drinks. Like it's just a good time. And it's pretty close to campus, like I said, so I can get there pretty quick, even if I have to go back to the office or something like that. Also, my cat just came over here. Hermione, do you want to say hello to the people or you just want to look? You just want to look and play? Stop. Don't do that. Yeah, so I also have a cat named Hermione. So I like to, you know, watch her, live her carefree life. She doesn't pay any rent. She doesn't have to work a job she just gets everything that she needs provided because I'm such a great cat mom that's how that goes so other things I like to do some DIY crafts I like to listen to podcasts I'm sure I'll share some of my favorites at some point and then I also recently found joy again in going to the movies so for those of you who don't know me in real life you wouldn't know that I once worked at a movie theater's Um, I worked there for six years in a variety of roles, one being assistant manager. And so I feel like for a while, I would go to theaters and I couldn't enjoy myself because I was always looking around and saying, oh, my God, why is this trash can full? I wonder when the last time was that they came and dumped it out. This bathroom is dirty or there's popcorn everywhere or this is not food safe. They have trash sitting up here while they're serving popcorn like I would just be analyzing the theaters and I didn't even work there and let's talk about like how when I was in middle school I used to go to the movies every single Friday actually no every single Saturday and my friend Mary and I she can attest to this we would wake up every single Saturday and call in to the movie hotline because that was back before you know the internet stuff was unlimited and free on your phone. I was not trying to use data because I was not trying to get in trouble. That was also back when we only had like a hundred text messages for the month. 
And so you had to just like call everybody to get your point across because you were not going to go over that 100 or it was going to be hella expensive. But so Mary and I would call the hotline every morning. We would write down the movies that were playing with the time frame around 7 o'clock because that's always when our parents would drop us off, not the 9 o'clock. So we would always do the 7s. And so then Mary and I would split up our guest list and call all of these people, take a poll, then call each other back, decide on the movie based on the poll, then call every single person back or IM them on the computer and let them know what movie we were seeing and what time. It was a lot of work, but I really found joy in doing that. And it was a lot of fun. And we weren't coming to the movies with like five people. We were coming deep. Like, I mean, two rows full or 20 people or just like a whole bunch of people. It was a thing. It was a real thing. But then I started working at the movie theater when I was 17 and I stopped going as often because it was no longer a place of relaxation. I mean, that was my job. So it just felt even being in the atmosphere felt like work. Although that's still to this date, probably one of my favorite jobs. Like I love those people to death. I still communicate with several of them pretty regularly um, and then check in with others uh, periodically. But no, I love that job. But anyway, even when I would go to the movies while I worked there, I stopped going to my own theater to watch movies unless I was on clock having to like check and make sure that the movies were working for opening weekend. And so I would go out to another theater just so I wouldn't be recognized because as an assistant manager, I no longer wore uniforms. So people would recognize me off the clock. And I remember this one specific time I was there watching some movie and I was just walking through the lobby. I think I had on like shorts and a t-shirt and this woman stops me and she's like, Hey, I was wondering if you could go in the back and look for my scarf. I left it here and y'all know me. I went back there and tried to help the woman find her scarf knowing I wasn't on nobody's clock, but I just felt compelled to do it. And so after that, I was like, I'm just going to go somewhere else so that people won't recognize me, hopefully. Not to say that people still didn't because, I mean, people movie hop. They don't always go to the same location. But just know that I finally am starting to go back to the movies more often. But I also am contemplating getting a part-time job at a movie theater to bring in those extra funds for my lifestyle. So we'll see. We'll see what that means. (sighs) And then lastly... I like sitting in the crib in silence. Like sometimes I just come home. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to see anything. I just want to turn out the lights and chill and just be. And occasionally I'll put on like the music and stuff in the background. But sometimes I just want to be in complete silence and just look around at nothing. It's a great time sometimes. Just to just have no responsibilities in that moment. It's just a cool feeling. So those are just a few things that I enjoy, and most of these will probably pop up in the future episodes at some point. But yeah, I'm sure I'll talk about other things too. That's, again, the Cliff Notes version. So why am I starting a podcast? I'm glad you asked. I shared in the trailer that I've been planning to start this for quite some time. And quite a few of my friends and students have encouraged me to start spreading random facts on a podcast. I really am a random person. 
Now, I tell my students all the time that I try to be to them what I needed at their age. Just like I hope to provide some guidance and just be real with my listeners. So everything isn't always great and that's okay. I struggle and beat myself up in a lot of ways, but the show goes on. As much as I hope that inspirational things are said, I really just am about to be on here talking. Clearly, I'm not super concerned about streams at the moment. I started going to therapy some time ago as well. Probably, I would say about a year ago. No, it hadn't been a whole year. Maybe six months. I started going maybe six months ago. And I have really embraced the importance of processing every feeling or emotion. I'll be using this podcast to process for myself and explore a lot of random things that I find interesting. I also want this to be a place to highlight some of the events I attend. People are constantly asking me about the happening spots. Let one of my students tell it. I'm already an Instagram influencer. Man, listen, y'all. No one hypes me up like my students do. They really have me out here ready to charge y'all $200 to listen to me sing and speak about nothing. But these folks have also told me how great my voice sounds over the walkie at events. And I think they just hyping me up because I don't know. <laughs> like many, I'm just not a fan of my voice on most occasions. I'm looking to start accepting all of my qualities, though. Most don't know this, but I once wanted to do professional voiceover work and kind of still do. Your girl is close, though. I record the church announcements once a month. And if you like my voice now, please hire me. Please and thank you for real, for real. I'm trying to get more funds. This is not a joke. All in all, I'm planning for a better Heather to come from this podcast. I'm looking to gain more confidence in my public speaking ability while sharing some really cool things with y'all. Now, let's talk about the name of the podcast. I was listening to Kevin Bracey speak at a conference a few weeks ago, and it was super motivating. And so I was at the conference as one of the leadership coaches, also known as a small group leader. And I kept stressing to my small group that it is great to obtain knowledge, but the real impact and power is in how you use the knowledge. And in response to something Kevin said, I mouthed to myself, what's the move? It was like a light bulb went off. I, I have talked myself out of so many opportunities without even trying. For one, being the travel agency business that I started. I started and I've literally done nothing because I don't think that I'm capable. But I'm trying to get over that hurdle. And so in that moment, like I said, it was like a light bulb went off and a name for the podcast was born. Connect with me on the outside. Add me on Instagram and Twitter at hmatic, H-M-A-C-T-I-C, or email me at wtmhmatic at gmail.com. A very reliable source, please see the Urban Dictionary citation at the end, refers to the move as an exclamation of a particular situation or the next plan. So here's an example for you. Heather, you should really start a podcast. The people really need to hear what you have to say. You know what? That's the move. So in other words, you're in agreement with the statement that was previously made. In that context, it's similar to saying, okay, that's the plan or bet. You got it?
Hopefully that made some sense. Let's try another example. All right. What's the move? Man, we're probably going to go to UB's after the SAC event. That's probably what we'll do next. So in that example, the question was asked, what's the move? Meaning, what's next? Where are we going? And a response was given. We're going to UB's after the SAC event. That's the plan. That's the move. So Urban Dictionary also refers to what's the move as a phrase specifically used in Memphis, Tennessee. I really can't speak to how regionally based the phrase is, but the source is reliable enough for me. And I know that a lot of my Memphis friends use it. So eh, we're going to run with it. So what can you expect me to talk about? I'm probably going to talk about events and opportunities, specifically those that are based in Memphis, Tennessee, the home team, of course, Rochester, New York, and Toronto. Your girl is also in a building phase, like I've mentioned, so I'm trying to get these accounts right. I hope to highlight some of those budget-friendly opportunities and even free opportunities that I partake in. The move pertains to much more than our physical whereabouts, though. We'll also tap into some moves that will potentially help make you a better you. I'm in this solo, but know that I'll have some friends pop up to share their stories as well. I will only speak from my lived experiences and encourage you to call me out if I say something that doesn't reflect the truth. Any stories that I share outside of my own will be told either by the source or with the source's approval. Understand that this podcast is still evolving. Y'all, it's episode one and I'm late with episode one, (laughs) but I'm not even 100% sure about the direction that I want this to go. Now that we've gone through a few of those expectations, knowing that it'll evolve over time, I'm just going to hit you with a little weekend recap because I've really had a great weekend last week. So I just want to share a little bit about it. So Friday night, or not nighttime, probably evening, right after work, went to happy hour at Grappa. I already told y'all that I love Grappa. So good. I had the arancini and then I had the bruschetta board and it was bomb. It was so good. Then I went to So Far Sounds. And if you've never been to a So Far Sounds, please look them up in your city. S-O-F-A-R Sounds. They do intimate concerts in cities all over the world. And so the surprise element of it all is that You don't find out the location until like a day before. You don't know who's performing until you get there. It's bring your own bottles. So it's a great time. And a lot of them are super intimate. So there's only a few people who are accepted into the event. And a lot of the locations have you sitting on the floor and meeting new people. It's just a really good time. So this was my second one. And it was cool. I went with one of my really good friends here, Neek. And then also one of her friends joined us. And then on Saturday, I went and saw Us Finally. And I'm still thinking about that movie. Like, it gives me the creeps. But it was real deep. Just real deep. So I need to sit down and have a discussion with somebody about it. I did text Terrence and we talked about it for a minute. But I need to have like a real like in-depth conversation about all the concepts. And I really want... Jordan Peele to do an interview or to just lay out everything that he intended because some of the stuff I'm like I wonder if I'm just pointing this out or if this was intentional knowing Jordan most of that stuff was intentional 
and probably deeper than what I can even realize. But it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It was very different than um, Get Out. And so some people are like, I don't know if I liked it, but I enjoyed it. It just had me thinking a lot, even afterwards. I think that's all I did on Saturday. I was able to just chill around the house. Me and Hermione just kicked it. And that was great, too, because I've been working a lot the last couple of weekends. So it was nice to be home and just be. Then on Sunday, I went to church and I went back to the movies and I saw Little with one of my friends and a group of her friends. And that was such a cute movie. I definitely recommend going to see it. Very proud of the cast. And then seeing Issa Rae got me missing Insecure. Then I was online yesterday and I look and saw that Insecure is not coming back till 2020. I think that's what it said, 2020. And I'm distraught. Now I got to go back and start from episode one. Not that I haven't already seen every single episode at least three or four times, but I just got to start over so that I'm prepared because that show is great. That's that show that just be having me thinking. That scene, sorry if I'm spoiling this for anybody who hasn't seen it, but that scene with Issa and Lawrence in the kitchen, y'all, after that season, or not, not that season, but that scene went off the screen. I was sitting in my bed, just staring at the ceiling, reflecting about life. Like, it really had me in here like, what? <laughs> so, Monday was pretty chill. Today was cool, too. Tuesdays are my long day in the office. So, you know, I was there. And now I'm preparing for bed and about to make my way to slumberland. And so, that basically concludes the weekend recap. Now, before I leave you, I want to introduce a segment that will happen every single episode. The segment is currently nameless, but it will involve me sharing something that's been on my mind throughout the week. So I'm going to share this with you all for the very first one. So as I've mentioned, I work in a college setting. I deal with a lot of undergraduate students. And so a lot of them, when I ask them about where they got information from or where paperwork came from. They'll be like, oh, the lady gave it to me. The lady told me this. Yada, yada, yada. The lady, the lady, the lady. And this has really been on my mind. But I'm thinking when students talk to their advisors, so other advisors, students, when their students come to them and talk about the information that they've been given, am I then the lady in their story? Hmm. Or do people know my name? So that's it, y'all. We've come to the end of the road and I can absolutely let go because I'm slick tired. I hope you'll tune in next week or actually later this week because I'm probably going to hit you with another episode since I was late. If you'd like to connect with me between these weekly episodes, hit me up on social media or via email. All of that information is in the bio or description box on whatever platform you're listening on. Have an amazing week. I look forward to chatting more about life, friendship, and the move. Until next time, we out.